following podcast may contain a dash of popular profanities. Live, is it? Jeez, uh, I'm really fucking loud. Fucking loud. Jeez, uh, I'm really fucking loud. Fucking loud. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm me. Are you you? Who yeah. who, who you? <laughs> Dude, I said I was gonna. I when I Kim, get, don't do that. I'm fucking recording. Holy shit! I swear to God, you keep it up. The wedding's off. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's nothing. Uh, I was gonna joke that I was gonna conference in Konami to their conference line. Oh yeah. Yeah, and uh, so I start the call to you. It's ringing, and I look up. It says Konami conference line. <laughs> I was calling Konami. Thankfully, it's probably like zero o'clock in the morning in Japan, so uh, no one answered. Welcome to Pick It a Buck. Uh, this is our weekly program where we take a dollar, you write your name on it. Um, then this you, is live right now. We're always alive. My pants aren't even on. Sarakana. I'm a cop. Damn it. <laughs> no, stop it. You write your name on a dollar at work. Put all the dollars in a hat. Your boss picks a dollar. If your name's on, you win a kitty. Look at you get works. a great start to the weekend. And on the holidays, like today, which is Memorial Sunday. What? I don't know. That's next Sunday. I don't care. I have a newspaper, and you know what it says on it? M- Monday. Today's date. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. I'm Wiggly, and here's on the phone, Kyle Von Kubik. Hello. Did I, I sent you a calendar, right? What do you mean? For knowing what holidays were happening? No. Oh, all right. I never know. Chiz tells me what it is in the morning. In the booth, Keith LaRoche. Here he is. Yo. In the Stinky, Stinky the Game Master. Oh, he's back. Yeah, he's back. Hey, yeah, next week's not only Memorial Day. Is it more, more, what is it? Next week's not only (coughs) Stinky, get a glass of water. (laughs) Hey, uh, next week's and not only uh, Memorial Day, Labor Day, but... <laughs> Sons uh, of Italy are going to have so much anger about that. Try that again. That didn't sound I like just got all. back from uh, Nipples, Italy. <laughs> hey, you know what I like to eat? Pasta fungu. Hey, kids. <laughs> I'm trying out different accents. <laughs> Please stop. But next week's not only uh, Labor Day, Wigs. Yeah. And, uh, Kyle, it's because of September, we're going to start Schmuptember. Uh, okay, Stink, whatever. <laughs> Today, we're going to be talking about a great game. We gave hints last week. Well, last week, we gave the hints of uh, Twist and Shout, I think. No, what what was your no. hint? Uh, my hint was I bleed red, white, and blue. Ah, yes. Yeah. Ah, yes, yes. And my hint was, uh, boy, I don't recall. It was uh, Mikey likes it. <laughs> he likes everything. Yeah. Did Mikey like life cereal or did he like kicks? No, it had to be life cereal. Yeah, no one likes yeah. kicks. Oh, that's kid tested, mother approved. <laughs> that's right. Kids with tongue cancer that can't taste? I don't Whoa. understand. <laughs> 
Uh, anyway, today we're going to talk about a game that I was very excited about until we played this. Uh, <laughs> we played this at uh, great lengths. High school graffiti. Yes. Which has nothing to do with doing any type of high school graffiti. It's uh, The game all. is called Mikey, M-I-K-I-E. That's what yeah, might throw you off. When you're illegally downloading this, try not to spell Mickey. Because yeah, your brain you... will tell you to spell Mickey. It will. But it's Mikey, 1984 by Konami. Yes. Now, Mikey will steal your heart. Well, that's what the flyer says. I'd punch Mikey in the fucking face. I wouldn't. He would not steal my heart. Number one, he's not very good looking. Uh, number two, I don't see anything going for him. No, no. No. Well, what can he do? Hit you with his butt? That's what he can do. Well, it's funny that you butt. mentioned... Uh, there's three variants of this game. There is. There's uh, Mikey. Yeah. High school Mickey. graffiti Mikey. Oh. And then there's the Japanese version, <laughs> Shinyu Shane Turo Kun, which is uh, freshman Turo Kun. Oh. In oh, Japan. You know and is. the version you and I played together is just Mikey. The high school graffiti version of Mikey replaces his butt thumping with a yell. Oh, yuck. And his headbutting with a yell, too, I believe. So there's like a little, um, you know, JJ parentheses coming out of his mouth, similar to when we talked about Pack and Pal, where you yeah. get the uh, the bugle and you can blow it. It's the same sort of uh, look about the icon then. It's kind of crappy. So they JJ'd uh, and Jeff this. Yeah, I guess they took it out because they felt it was too violent. <laughs> too violent. Uh, but the, 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 the animation is still the same. Like you knock people out, yeah. but you're yelling at them instead. And why add high school graffiti? I don't know. <laughs> Download the Mikey version. Yeah, that's what we did. Yeah. Single screen, horizontal, action-based, maze chase arcade game. Indeed. And we talked a lot about it, these types of games. The, the very common genre. As you mentioned, Mikey, not high school graffiti Mikey or college or, prep Mikey. What was preppy? Shinyu Shinyu What does it mean? What does it mean? Yeah. It means freshman Turokun. Oh, freshman. So he's only a freshman. Yeah. Then you're a junior and then you're a senior. That's how high school works. This guy's not getting any play. (laughs) This guy's getting his freaking pants pulled down in the hallway. Hey, girls, check us out. You know? He's getting a Slurpee poured on his head. Come on, Iron Man. Quit boring Slurpees on people's head. Ow, I bit my tongue. Are you reliving high school right now? Yeah. As mentioned, Mikey has one constant. That God, it's hot in here. It's hot winter. Yeah. Is it winter? Yeah, we're recording snowmobiles. Yeah, Mikey has one constant attack move, which is, as you mentioned, the jumping headbutt attack. Unless you're playing hot-blooded high school, which is <laughs> yelling at people instead of farting, as in uh, JJ and Jeff. Of course, they modified uh, Kato and Ken, mm-hmm. which is from the, of course, the very famous show Fun TV with. Kato Chan and Ken Chan, bloopers and practical jokes. Yeah. And they would uh, uh, be funny and poop. Okay. They sound hilarious. Poop, poop, they would poop and pee and, uh, and dress up and drag, they were obviously. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they were babies. And they replaced the farts from Kato and Ken with a, a spray paint. So they're facing the other direction, squatting and spray painting a brown uh, fart. Fart gas out of their their thing, and yes. as I mentioned, they keep the poopatross in there, which leaves the, the the swirly turd that we're all so fond of now. Now all Americans, you know, thirty years later, uh, well, what's eighty seven? Eighty seven to now, thirty years. I'm going to say, <laughs> you even have pillows with the swirly turd by the by the by. 
Mm-hmm. I don't have one. Okay. But I've seen him. So here he is. Your uh, you can headbutt. That's your one constant move. There's a, it's a two button game. You don't realize yeah. this. <laughs> you don't realize it if you're maiming this one. <laughs> yeah. So with the headbutt, you can temporarily knock out your teacher who goes ass up <laughs> and yeah. dizzy. You can knock out uh, a chef who is. For some reason, in the locker room, the first time the boys' locker yeah. room, and the janitor, I think. I think that's all your enemies. Um, There's football players. Football too, players. Football on. players. That's right. There's also the uh, dance instructor. The dance instructor, but not the yeah. dancers. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, players navigate Mikey through five different classrooms throughout the uh, school, collecting hearts from his girlfriend, and the hearts are connected to letters that you spell out phrases at the top of the screen in order to open the door and when you're doing that it's a maze type game but it's not really a maze you're just kind of walking through the classroom each room acts a little differently but the idea is you got to get these hearts to open the door again so you can go back into the hallway because there's a hallway in the school that connects all of these levels together right it looks a little like elevator action without the elevators yeah, I got an elevator action note about it. I definitely got a spy versus spy. Oh, you know what Ma- it look, reminds me of? What? Mario oh, Hotel. God. Yeah. It also reminds me of Mappy, uh, especially because you can use the doors uh, uh, as an attack against your enemies, and you can open them up, and sometimes there's a spring-loaded boxing glove behind there that will punch him in the face, or sometimes there's a sexy mama waiting for you and give you 5,000 points. She will. Yeah. Also, pro player tip, there's these grates underneath the stairs that I ignored. And what I found out was you can actually go over there and open those up and you can find Coca-Cola cans for extra points. Ah, very good. Yes. I I thought I saw Coke cans, but then when I played it again, they were just sliding that. I don't know what the hell it is. There's an ice bucket. Ice bucket challenge (laughs) happening. Uh, It looks like an ice bucket gets thrown at you. I don't know what it is. Anyway, uh, so you attack with the B button. That's why you're like, well, what the hell? Right. And the A button is actually a use button. So Mm -hmm. you would use this to open doors, pick up and throw things and, and such like that there then. Yeah, and it's important to know that that button's there because the classroom is your first level. It's difficult. And when you finally complete it and it's telling you to go out, the instinct is to run over to the door and you think the door is going to open. And then the teacher, he's coming towards you. Now you're frantically headbutting the door, (laughs) trying to open it, and it won't open because you need to use that use button. And it's a hard enough game to begin Mm -hmm. with. Then to not know how to play it makes it even more frustrating because when you finally do beat the first stage, which takes a while to really get good at this title, it's very frustrating that you finally get all your hearts and you get to the door and then you're like, what? Yeah, because chances are, if this is your first time playing it, you're going to repeat the first level two, three times. (laughs) So then when you finally do get all the hearts and you're trapped by the door, it can get frustrating. So that's why we're here. How do we collect hearts? Well, in the classroom, what you do is you start out at your desk and you'll see the hearts beneath the desks of other students. And And the way that you collect those hearts is by walking out of your seat up to the student and butt checking them out of their chair, knocking them out, and then you uh, collect that heart. And you might think that that's the A button. Right. But it's not, you just, you gotta mash on a joystick sideways to get them out of their seat. So if you wanna push them left or right, you just hit left or right. And it takes three hits to knock them off. You have to do it relatively quickly because what's cool about the game, uh, adding a little more challenge to it, is that the student, if you give them too much time, will actually push you back. 
mm-hmm. and uh, that will mean that you know you have an extra fourth or fifth hit of the joystick that you have to do. And keep in mind, the moment you step out of your seat, the teacher who's at the head of the class will come down and tap you, and if he taps you, you're out. Right. And there's nine desks in a classroom, so it creates like a grid. And as you mentioned, the uh, teacher's uh, writing on the chalkboard or on the wall. Yeah, already yeah, already up and... there is uh, Einstein's theory of special relativity. And then when you sit down, then the teacher will walk back up to the chalkboard, and that's when you try to make your move. Right. The closer you get to the front of the class, the harder it is. And yeah. you might have to just give someone an ass bump twice and then run away go sit down or, or, you know, try to make your way from the teacher and then come back and give them another bump or two to get them off the chair. And then once you sit in all the seats that have the hearts in them, then you get to open the door. But you can also bump out the people that aren't in the seats. Yep. And when this random outer heart goes around your inner heart and you happen to sit down at that time, you get an extra Extra. grand or what? Yeah, I think you get extra points, and it, it, like, highlights the heart that you can go after for those extra points. It's very apparent when it's over it. The main and only flaw, I think, of this game is very evident on this first level. You have to be ridiculously lined up with, yes. the, with the other characters to affect them, whether it's the butt bump or the head bump. While the nine desks appear like a grid, there's many levels of where you can stand, and we're playing with an XRK joystick, this is a, a four-way joystick game without a doubt. Even with a four-way joystick, the game is difficult. Compound yeah. that with diagonals that you're hitting by accident, your guy's not moving the way you want him to, it makes it very frustrating to not only bump the students, but get away from the teacher or headbutt the teacher. Yeah. you got to be lined up perfectly or you'll miss them and you'll die. There's just too much space to move on this game. Yeah, and what I found disturbing is when you die, they set the American flag on fire on the upper left-hand corner, which is just shocking. (laughs) The reason that you said about Stars and Stripes Forever is because it's an incredibly Americanized game. Now, I don't know if that's how it is for the other versions. It's not. Oh, okay. Um, Well, the the Mikey and the high school graffiti Mikey are the same. Okay. Uh, The Japanese version, it replaces the flag with like a lapel. You know, the students wear uniforms there. Sure. I think the Japanese version, I'm not 100% on this, but just looking at it, like this was made for an American audience. Uh And I really dig it because it's very like, Americana kitschy, like yeah. a, a foreigner's view of what American high school is. Sure. You know? Ferris and Bueller, that, they a think. A lot of fun. Yeah. Right on. American flag shows how many lives you have left. That's how yeah. many American flags there are. There's an American flag lunch kettle when you finally get out to the hallway. <laughs> and all these other little things that, that are far too patriotic than you would ever see in one single school. So when you finally get out of classroom, you make your way in a hallway, and you can try to rack up some points by knocking out the janitor and collecting mm-hmm. lunch items and uh, lunch pail and soda. As you mentioned, the teacher will also be chasing you as a little bit of a delay before he comes out of the classroom. Which I really dig that. Yeah, I really dig the fact that you start out with that physics teacher and then he follows you to almost the very end of the game. And I don't even know what he's so pissed off about. Cause you got Maybe because you seat? headbutt him in the stomach? Yeah, but I mean, you didn't start out that way. <laughs> no. All you did was st- stand up. Maybe you had to go to the toilet. What's his problem? Don't chase don't me around and then hit me. And What, what happens when he hits you? Like you get killed or something. <laughs> you just fall over and you're dead. Dead. 
It kills you. He murders. Yeah, you're just stunning people. This guy goes for blood. And you stood up. And then it resets when you get killed. But fortunately, it resets at that stage. So if you're in the hallway, you'll start in the hallway. If you're in the other places, you'll start in the other places. Before we leave the classroom, let's yeah. talk about the, uh, the music a little bit. Oh, right. That's a very important part. Yeah, which... I, I just want to go on record and say this, this: the game has some great music, albeit completely knocked off yeah. or stolen from actual music, but it has like seven tracks. It's a nice variety and keeps things interesting and helps to make the game not feel so stale or repetitive because each level you're collecting hearts, but you're doing it a little different way. And each room has its own track, which for 1984 is actually pretty good music. Yeah. And it doesn't cut out when you, you hit. TT gave us a snippet of yeah. uh, of a half of a verse and it might sound real familiar <laughs> yeah hard day's night is playing uh, when you first start up the game yeah and wow. actually when you first press start mm-hmm. it has a little tune which you and i both recognize as popeye even uh, though it's not popeye right you know it's like popeye the sailor man yeah <laughs> exactly know? so you get that right off jump and then you're into Hard's Day's Night. It's giving you all these feelings of, oh man, this is like Ferris Bueller's Day Off the Game. Yep. And then you realize this game came out five years prior to that movie. Oh, well then So I guess mind. we know where John Hughes got the fucking idea from, <laughs> huh? Piece of shit. Yeah. Hey, at least you didn't kill Pinball. <laughs> all right, so you're in the hallway. You could try to, you could either go back into the classroom with two doors yes. there's another closet there that you could try to open up and see if you get the punching glove which most likely you will or the sexy lady that gives you the point the neat thing about this is that the hallway has sort of like two levels that you could be on this area is easy to headbutt people because they'll either be in the lower part that you could walk on or the upper part that you can walk on and the upper part has these mats in front of the door that let you know that you're in line with the door so this part they got right as far as knowing where you are in space when someone's going to go from one track to the other the teacher or the janitor they'll stop look in that direction and then walk up or down so that's kind of nice as well and if you're ever in a pinch i found that not with the teacher but with the janitor Mm -hmm. if you go into the far corner on the lower track He'll come close to you and then go up to the up track, but it only works when you're on the lower corner. Gotcha. I'd say it's a 50-50 chance that that happens. The teacher will always get you. Yes, he's a bastard. So you make your way into the locker room from there, which, like <laughs> I said, has the chef. Yeah. And uh, the janitor is already That's a inside of there. thing for me. Like, I like everything about this game. Graphically, it rings a lot of bells for me with Maniac Mansion, just more realized. Like mm-hmm. they're, they're nice big characters. They look like human beings. But with that being said, you're in the locker room <laughs> and there's a chef there. And then later on, we'll talk about another area where there should be another character there, which I feel should be the gym teacher or coach. Mm-hmm. A little nitpicking thing on my part. Yeah. But I was like, that totally should have been. You took the time to make the dance instructor who we'll talk about later. You couldn't make a coach? Maybe they did and he was just too offensive. <laughs> it's perhaps. So you go in there into what I can only describe as crane machines with hearts mm-hmm. in them. Yeah, I didn't even know it was a locker room until you pointed out to me that in the upper right-hand corner, it says locker room. I was like, oh, is this a cafeteria or a science room or something? The chef throws you off. The lockers are all open, and they're two-tier lockers. But what they read like is, like you said, some sort of crane machine, or I thought it was like some sort of like 
you were cracking open beakers because right. the the hearts in this one are actually behind glass jars. How do you open the glass jars? You smash your fucking head into them, of course. <laughs> yeah. And there's also boxes of basketballs and footballs and things like that are uh, <laughs> yeah, around. I love. It's so Japanese. It's hilarious. You grab a football, you pass it to the enemy to distract them. He starts dribbling. They it. can't help that, but play with the balls. <laughs> just the fact that they're dribbling a football yeah. cracks me up. <laughs> That's true. There's two different ways that you could attack people in this area. And it's easier for me to headbutt people in here because... If you smash yourself up against the locker and then you wait for the teacher or the janitor to come into you from the side, from the side is important, yeah. uh, then you can headbutt them pretty easily. Even if they're right behind each other, you just mash on and you'll usually hit them. That's another thing that we failed to mention about the headbutts. They have to really be timed right. So not yes. only do you have to be perfectly in line with the enemy, but you have to time it properly as well. It's hilarious to um, throw a football, basketball at uh, at your enemy and see them <laughs> being totally distracted <laughs> yes. and uh, having two bouncies around. Once you get the hang of this stage, I think it's pretty easy to defeat this stage. It took me a couple tries, though, but once I figured out how to lure the enemies in and by the way the teacher in the first stage he'll start throwing books at you if you start taking too long and it doesn't um, matter if you're seated or standing up or whatever yeah there's no timer or time penalty that i'm aware of no. but if you do hang out too long the teacher will throw books at you and other and people you, if you're things. seated and get hit by the book you're out so you got to get out of the way of that book and if you hang out there even longer i want to talk about this okay hang out there even longer the students get this word bubble above their head with spikes I think what it's supposed to represent is like glares uh-huh. and those start shooting at you as well. <laughs> they start it, shooting stares at you. Yeah. If you hang out there afterwards, as far as collecting all the hearts and you just sort of wait it out, uh-huh. the teacher goes to the board and starts writing. Now, this is cool that I saw this. Gets rid of the E equals MC squared and starts writing failure teaches success. No. Yes. Wow. Right? That's yep. pretty cool. That's fantastic. I want to go do that now. So, well, I mean, Good luck. <laughs> You're going to have to cheat to see that. Oh. At that point of the game, books are coming at you. Uh-huh. Glares are coming at right. you. And you have to collect all the hearts. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then he writes it on the board, gotcha. but he does. All right. You complete the gymnasium, or yeah. the locker room, rather. And you go downstairs yeah. to the cafeteria, which they call the restaurant. restaurant. Yes. <laughs> Now you have three chefs in there. One chef just stands at the front of the restaurant and throws pizzas at you. I don't he know. Throws what, like mutton chops at you. I don't know what you know, the meat with the two bones on either side. Is that what that is? That's what it is. Okay. So you go in there and you whack those guys around. I can't remember what you do in there. Uh, basically, oh, you're just collecting uh, hearts. Off of tables. Off tables. There's one jar with a heart in it, which you have to bash open with your face, of course. The others you just collect. And you're just dodging the chefs like you were in the uh, locker room. There's just more chefs in this one. This one hits that food fighter note for me. Mm-hmm. Because uh, instead of throwing basketballs or footballs at the enemies to distract them, you're throwing these mutton chops at them and they start <laughs> gobbling them up right away. That's right. They have to eat them. They're compelled to eat them. The uh, sports balls and the mutton chops are finite. So they'll be on the table or they'll be in a a ball box. There's a set number of them in there. So you can run out. Mm -hmm. And the chef at the head of the restaurant will huck the mutton chop at you. And if you get hit by that, your character is uh, dead. He kills you with food. It's a real epidemic (laughs) in America. Uh, They were ahead of the curve there. (laughs) 
Ella Fitzgerald and uh, Sammy Davis Jr. want to buy out the Perkins chain. They're going to call it Salmonella's. Salmonella. Get it? Oh, I got, I got it. Yeah. Right. Dance Studio next. Twist and Shout. Twist, Twist and Shout, shout. again. <laughs> Let Beatles. me repeat. Five years earlier than Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, that's Twist what he sings. Twist and Shout was in this game. He sings that on the float. float. That's right. Yeah. In the dance studio, there's nine student girls dancing around, like, and yes. a freak show dance instructor at the head of the class, like you mentioned. The dancing school girls, they'll just dizzy you so that the teacher can catch you. The and, instructor at the uh, head of the class looks like a dance mom. She does. <laughs> she, in fact, I thought I heard Rachel Sage's song during the dance mom segment. <laughs> if you don't know, Rachel Sage, our good friend, has had four of her songs featured on Dance Moms. Really? Yeah, and she, I mean, she doesn't know. Congratulations. She doesn't know. <laughs> Well, well, it is congratulations because you get money for that. That's but good. um and if you watch the dances choreographed to her songs, they're fantastic. You just don't want to watch the rest of the show where they're getting brain damaged for the rest Fat of their lives. Yelling at each other and <laughs> All right. The future strippers of America are being created. I'm not by talking their, about the poor children. Yeah, I'm the poor children are being traumatized life. through their moms trying to live vicariously through their little babies. Yeah, so after you collect all the hearts in the dance studio, yeah. you go back into the hallway and you move your way into the garden. The garden, of course. <laughs> you know, your school garden. Yes, where you'll have to mitigate a handful of uh, football players. I believe it's three. <laughs> That's right, three football yeah. players. And again, this neat- is a perfect opportunity for a coach right. to be there coming after you. This is the only level or room the physics teacher isn't there following ah right at least there could have been a botanist in there you think this is one of the easier ones because the all eight hearts are just in the aisles so you just have to avoid the ghosts and then that's it man the cheerleader's at the top of the screen she's cheering you on you get all those hearts you go up to her va 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 boom he makes the goofiest face (laughs) when he gets kissed there's no way that anyone is gonna have their heart stolen by this guy Mikey does not have the Mac. He does not, and he must have slipped this girl to Mickey. That's all I can think. <laughs> Speaking of Mac, uh, this game was popular enough to be ported to just about every home computer at the time. The Amstrad, Acorn, BBC Micro, Commodore 64, MSX, the Spectrum, even the uh, Sega SG-1000. Oh. What I really felt about this game while playing it was, man, this game feels a lot like a first release on the NES. And sadly, mm. it was imported to the system, but I feel like it really would have fit in with everything else because, you know, 1984, there weren't a lot of arcade games that had some sort of continuity or a narrative behind them where it had like a real beginning, middle, and end. Sure. I mean, a lot of games had an end. Yeah. But this was telling a story while you were playing it and it had that end screen, that finish, you know? Right, right. And you can cycle through, and it starts you in different locations. So the second time around, I believe it starts you in the locker room. And like anything else, they just add more enemies and more things are being thrown at you as you progress through. Now let's go to John with our blow blow player blip. Maybe. Magic Suck will connect you. Magic Suck. Was fucking here, Jesus. <laughs> anyway, we're talking about Mickey uh, this time, and uh, Mickey, of course, also known as Freshman Turkun in uh, Japan, and uh, it's about love. 
and graffiti and sticking your butt dick in people and uh, you know there's a lot of questions you could ask about Mickey but I think the main question to ask is how can something so American be so Japanese and uh, but you're not here you know you're not listening to this part of the show questions you're listening for tips and my tip is if you have you know had a hard day's night at work and uh you get back and you know you turn on all your arcade machines but of course you know it's a lot of noise you own like 50 arcade games if you've been keeping up with the show you've been buying them and uh you want to you want to keep the volume down a little bit so if you go to your dip switches and this one's for you wiggly uh, you get to your dip switches and turn to number switch switch number eight. Turn that off. You know the silent attract screen, and you want that because as soon as you start playing this game, your whole world is going to get really fucking loud. And uh, yeah, I am left wondering though: is this what school was like for you guys? Because um, there was a lot more Catholic shame in mine, so maybe maybe that's a cultural thing. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. See you later. Bye-bye. Hey, we gotta go! Oh, shit, we're over! Again! Oh, no! Well, let's see. I'm gonna give my clue to next week's game. Um... Uh, hey, uh, Wiggly! Hey, uh, got something to tell you. What stink? We got, we're already running late. Yeah, well, you're fired. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I'm serious. You're, you're fired because you've made fun of the shmups too many times. You just haven't been performing. <laughs> performing what? You're fired. Okay. I I don't think that's best for the show. If I could just jump in for a second. No. Um. I don't even want to hear. I don't know how to react. I don't know how to react. I mean, it's I wouldn't fire me. All right. Well. well uh, <laughs> um. No. Yeah. There's another show next week, right? Oh, the show's going to continue. Just Wiggly's fired. Uh, yeah, how's that going to happen? I don't know. I guess Stinky has a plan. That's what I'm afraid of. Well, I got one thing to say to you, Stink. <laughs> I crap. I crap myself. And with that, I bid you a fond JJ and Jeff adieu. This is not for real right now, right? No, it's real. Okay, everybody. Well, uh, I guess I'll give a clue for next week. Uh, what are we? What are we playing next week? Shmup, Shmuptober. <laughs> it's gonna be Shmup. Next, next week starts September. Yeah, it's gonna be Shmuptember. That's your clue. That, that is the name. Okay. That's uh, I'll, I'll email you offline. Okay. Hey, everybody, tune in next week for another great episode of We Talk Games. It's gonna be great. Trust me. Pasta fungu.